1: And welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Mighty Mighty Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 240. Going out to my little boy. He's actually my oldest boy and he's turning 17 today somehow. Um, this even makes my co-host feel old because he remembers hearing about him when he was just a, a little guy and he's no longer a little guy. So this goes out to the old 17-year-old as of today, November the 10th. Thanks for coming to the podcast. We've got a action-packed. UFC 281 main card breakdown for you. If you're looking for our prelim picks, all nine for all nine fights where we differed quite a bit. Uh, mom and dad ha- had some arguments. So go back a episode, go back to 239 and you can hit up uh, our picks there and make your bets wisely. Uh, like I said, this episode is all about the main card and we'll also do a recommended place and Gumby will hit you off with the two fight parlay that's going to hit this week. This is the week. Uh, let's bring him in now. The one and only
0: Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland. Hello. You, you know, you called me Mister Positivity last time, but Mr. this positivity. time, Positivity. Look, look, look at you kicking off this ep- episode with Positivity. Last episode, yep. you were dropping props you liked, and this one, you're dropping Positivity. I, I, don't know what to do with that. Yeah, I'm
1: changing. Remember, I used to just rail on you and be a big meanie at the, in every, every <laughs> intro, and now I've changed, Dan. I've gotten old since uh, two years ago when we when, started. then sometimes
0: you gave me like a glorious like 20 minute introduction. <laughs> <laughs> which, yep. By the way, I went back and listened to one of those wild stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, we, it was,
1: we, were, uh, we weren't as confident with our content, I think, then, perhaps. Or I wasn't, yeah, at
0: least. So. Yeah, we got good shit. Everybody knows <laughs> it now. We know <laughs> what we're doing now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 240, 240
1: episodes in, it'd be weird if we didn't know what we were doing. We know what we're doing. We know what the people want.
0: They want picks. They want winning picks.
1: They do. Uh, that's why they're in the Discord as well, sportsgamblingpodcastcom Discord. Look people at the are, are seamless
0: you... transitions from I'm this guy. I'm a photo 40 episodes,
1: dude. Um, you didn't
0: do all of those, by the way. No, I
1: didn't. Gumby's done them all. I have not. Um, <laughs> hey, Pereira kind of looks like um, Ariel Hawani in this picture. I just, uh,
0: sure. Yeah, sure. I just realized that. I'm not uh, looking yeah, at yeah. the same picture as you, but sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the Discord. Have you seen, are...
0: by the way, have <clears throat> you seen his sister? Yes, just it's him. It's a it, female him. All, yeah, it, lo- it looks a little bit like him in a wig, but yeah. also fights a little bit like him. In yes, a wig. that's what I meant. Yeah, which is uh, both scary and and pretty exciting. She's making her debut. I want to say next week for LFA. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not sure we're gonna be giving you LFA picks next week if that she is in fact on that card. Hang on, let me. Let me get the intern on it. Yes, it's next week. On it. It's next week. She's fighting Helen Peralta too from the oh, Ultimate. Oh, really? Fight.
1: They're throwing her right in there.
0: Yeah, somebody who's five and three and off of the Ultimate Fighter, and she's going to fight her in her first pro fight in LFA. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I don't think we're giving you an LFA breakdown next week because for our regional show, I think we're all over that really exciting Invicta card on Wednesday. I- um, but, but, but uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see. If not, if nothing else. Uh, we will keep our eye on the lines for Aileen Pereira's number. Uh, and you can find that in the Discord afterwards.
1: Yes. Uh, as I was saying, um, a lot of people are hitting up Gumby for his picks early in the Discord. But no, you have to listen to this podcast crying out loud. People are trying to get it out of you, Dan.
0: I don't think they were trying to get out. But the, 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 we had some newer members, which, by the way, shout out to the newer members. Thank yes. you all for joining the Discord. And, and if you were just a lurker before and now you're just posting <laughs> for the first time, feel free to start posting. We'd love to hear you post uh, or see you post or whatever. Um, Even if you have a terrifying Yanni headshot. Um, yes. yes. By, by the way, if that's Yanni, if that is actually Yanni just trying to see what we're doing, that'd make my day. It would make yeah. me really happy.
1: <laughs> would it not? Uh, would it not? Yeah, so uh, enough of that. Uh, this is not a Yanni podcast. It's it's not the season for that. We got to wait for Contender Series to, to bag on our friend Yanni. Uh, 281 main card is going down, uh, I guess, 10 p.m. on pay per view. Uh, if you're watching this in North America, if you've listened to us in North America, um, perhaps you're not, and then it'll be going down at a different time, and it may not even cost you any extra money. So, anyhow. Um, and the prelims, I think I forgot to mention, the main prelims are 8 p.m. Uh, the early prelims, 6 p.m. I didn't mention the 8, 8 p.m. part on the last podcast, but you people are professionals by now. You know when when everything starts. So, uh, And this will obviously will be going down in the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Gardens, in New York City, where the tickets are insanely pricey. Even too expensive for our Gumby. He, uh, despite all the money he's won, it's still too expensive for him.
0: It is very much too expensive for me.
1: <laughs> Let's see he'd rather spend his money betting on this fight card perhaps starting on with the first fight of the night on the uh pay-per-view portion would which would be lightweight's dan hooker versus claudia puelish one of the f- funnest names to say puelish you nailed and, it too look at you I, yeah yeah i know it even your co-host and your other podcast nailed it so no, no shame there i mean no uh nothing to gloat about there that would be the top turtle MMA may podcast Shockwave, shockwave Dave, and Gumby every week. Make sure you listen to it. All right, I'm gonna tell you about Puelish El Nino, or Prince of Peru. You can call him either. Uh he's 12 and 2, two knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out one time. Five and one in the UFC. He's won five straight fights since losing his debut. The last two via submission. He was three and oh in the ultimate fighter. What happened there? He didn't he lost in the finals, right?
0: Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Martin yeah. Bravo beat him in the finals. Right. right if I'm and Where is right. he
1: now? Where is Bravo now? Martin Bravo?
0: A... Damn good question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh Puelish is six years younger than Hooker. He's been outstruck in his UFC career by almost a strike a minute. He's minus 0. 0.9 strikes per minute. His opponents outstrike him. He's got grappling stats in his favor over Hooker, plus 145, the number on him. Dan the hangman hooker, 21 and 12, 10 knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted three times. Eleven and eight in the UFC. He's lost two straight fights and only won one of his last five. He's been finished in his last two fights. Used to fight up uh, down at featherweight. He did actually, actually his last fight, and now he is back up to lightweight. He's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. 2009 pro MMA debut. Was a kickboxing champion. Two inches of height on Puelish. Three inches of reach. He's two and a half times more active landing strikes than Puelish is. He's outstruck his UFC opponents barely. It's 0.1 strike per minute is what he has outstruck his UFC opponents. Minus 175, he's the favorite here, and I usually start off the main card. I'm going dog again. Pretty crazy. Another I had more dogs in the, in the prelims than Gumby did, and now I'm going dog here as well. Puelas, he's just been rolling as of late, and insane knee bars, two straight knee bars, um, and three knee bars in total in his last five fights. Um, Hooker has been submitted. He even was submitted two fights ago, even though that was is to Islam Akasha, but nonetheless, he has, he is susceptible to being finished. Puelish is way younger, six years younger than him, which does matter. As I said in the last podcast, 64% win percentage for fighters, at least five years younger than our opponent. So I'm, I'm switching things up. Uh, I'm taking a grappler over a striker here. Um, give me Claudio Puelish.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm taking Puelish too. Um And, and- look i i know the stats are already in his favor but the other fact that i really love that's in his favor is just like how much better he's looked since going to uh originally it was sanford mma but now Killcliffe mma uh, or Killcliffe fc i think it is uh whatever the hell it's called now the the old they're the old black zillions i think they're the old yes black zillions. they are yeah, yeah. in uh or th- th- something else too. Hard times, twenty four seven. Hard knocks.
1: Hard knocks. Hard, yes. <laughs> not still no- knocks. Hard knocks. I think it was hard knocks. I think Anyhow. that's
0: wrong. But anyway, regardless there of you. what the, what finally uh, derivation we made it to the end here. Uh, I, I like Puelish because of how good he's been since he went to that team. Like some of the stats you'll see, uh, you know, like even his first knee bar. His knee bar <laughs> went over Felipe Silva. He was not there yet and got badly beat around in that fight. Since going to there, he's turned into, like, a guy not only with great submission skills, but with the ability to get it into the submission game. Uh, and that, for me, you know, knee and Clay Guida, dude, that that is a feather in your cap. I think he's yeah. so much better of a grappler than Dan Hooker. And also, I think he can hold his own on the feet. Do I think he's better than Dan Hooker on the feet? Probably not, but I think he can hold his own on the feet. So, yeah, give me Puelish here.
1: Uh, I looked it up, and it was Hard Knocks 365. You jerk, how dare you? Uh, question me. Um, hard knocks
0: 360. Oh, I think yeah. I had hard knocks 24/7, and that sounded yeah, wrong. Yeah, you're thinking 20... it's,
1: it's like a fitness uh fitness uh center or something. <laughs> yeah, it's 24/7. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I did give us give the wrong number. Unfortunately, the the line has changed. It was plus 125, so it's not quite as juicy as it was. Plus 125, Polish minus 145, Hooker. But we we're both going for that dog money, uh, regardless. And where you can where you can get all these lines from and get in on this dog money is from WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas online sports betting, and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. During WinBet win hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And that's what we're all striving for here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. For boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $800. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today, offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where Playthrough Embed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, so Gumby is living up to type. He took a grappler and he copied me on a underdog pick. So let's move along and see what's next. awaits Frankie Edgar, supposedly retiring after this fight versus Chris Gutierrez. <clears throat> Frankie, the answer, Edgar. I don't know what he is the answer to anymore, um, but he apparently is an answer to something. Um, maybe CTE. Bad joke, but perhaps. Uh, 24, 10, and 1. Seven knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out four times. 18, 10, and 1 in the UFC. He's been around for a while. He's lost two straight fights, and he's won one of his last five. He's been knocked out in his last two fights. He's not won a fight since August of 2020. He used to fight at featherweight. used to fight at lightweight, where he was a champion. Uh, was a regional champion before this as well. 2005, he's been a pro MMA fighter since. He's got an inch reach on Gutierrez. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by almost a strike a minute, plus 0.98 strikes to be exact, plus 180, number on the board. El Guapo Gutierrez, 18-4-2, eight knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time, 6-1-1 one, one in the UFC. He's won three straight fights, last one via TKO. He's not lost a fight since November of 2018, so he's on quite a run. Used to fight at featherweight. He's 1-1 in World Series of Fighting, 1-0 no in Bellator, was a regional champion. He's got three inches high on Edgar, 10 years younger than him, Striking stats and active striking stats are in his favor over Edgar. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by 2.08 strikes per minute, minus 220. Do we really have to put much uh, more time into this one, Dan?
0: I mean, oh my I can, God. We do? I, 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 first of all, I'm going to take Chris Gutierrez. <laughs> I'll drop Correct. the gun here and I'll, I'll make a, the first pick And I'll say I'll take Chris Gutierrez. But I will say, I can imagine there being people out there uh, and, and if you are one of those people, I, I don't want to sway you from your pick, you know, feel free to believe That's
1: this. what we're here for though.
0: Uh, but like, I, so again, you know, I, I mentioned uh, on the prelim episode, I'm picking Petrosky and I think he's going to win, but I don't, I, I'm not betting Petrosky at negative 200. That that's an insane number for that dude. I feel the same way about Gutierrez here, um, at an over two to one favorite against Frankie Edgar. Gutierrez has never fought somebody as good as Frankie Edgar. That's a fact. You know, like you, you go back and you look at his list, and it's like, you know, a win over Buck Girl Dana or a draw with Cody Durden or a loss to Rayoni Barcelos. All of those people are not as good as Frankie Edgar. Now, granted, Frankie is at the tail end of his career. Um, but Frankie is still a good wrestler. Like at, at the end of the day, he can still out wrestle somebody, and if he stays away from the big shot for 15 minutes. I could see him winning two rounds here and winning a 29-28 decision. He took Marlon Vera down 3 times and had almost 5 minutes of control time in that fight. That's worth noting. That that's something that like makes you say like maybe he's not as spent as we're saying. That being said, the part of him that's spent is the chin, right? Like since Brian Ortega has knocked him out, his chin has never looked the same again. Gutierrez has knockout power, so I'm I'm picking Gutierrez because I think he's going to hit him. I I think he's going to to finally find that knockout blow. But I'm gonna tell you, I don't feel comfortable with it at a negative 200 number to think that he does.
1: Uh, I'm taking Gutierrez without even thinking twice. Edgar is the auto fade. Um, Gutierrez not a knockout machine, but he's got enough power to doesn't take much to finish Edgar and he's 10 years younger than him. So this is, and he's way better striker at this point. So yeah, this is a no brainer for me. Uh, Gumby put more brains into it than I do, which is normally the case with these, uh, with these breakdowns. Um, That's why everyone follows you because they think you're smarter, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, because I I give them the the long analysis and and you give them the auto fade the guy with the bad chin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, and who wins more often? And well
0: yeah, this, in this the two last two months,
1: months? <laughs> no <laughs> no how dare you say the last two months let's move on all right let's not get another fight uh lightweights dust Poirier <laughs> versus michael chandler uh the people's main event uh you could say michael iron mike chandler 23 and 7 11 knockouts 7 submissions he's been knocked out four times two and two in the ufc he got he won via knockout his last fight 18 and 5 in bellator he was the champ three times there 2 0 in strike force. 2009 he was a pro fighter, uh, MMA fighter since he was a wrestling champion in college. He barely outstrikes his UFC opponents. Uh, positive plus 0. 0.3. Positive and plus, I said. So uh, plus 0. 0.3 is the number strike differential. Grappling stats are in his favor over Poirier plus 190. Dustin the Diamond Poirier, 28 and 7 with one no contest, 14 knockouts, seven submissions, but knocked out twice, submitted three times. 20 and 6 with one no contest in the UFC. He's won three of his last four. Last he did lose his last fight via submission to Charles Oliveira. Used to fight at featherweight. 1 and 1 in WEC. 2009 he also made his pro MMA debut. He's got inch height and inch reach on Chandler. He's three years younger. Striking stats and active striking stats are in his favor over Chandler. He is outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.33 strikes per minute. Minus 188 on Poirier. I will be going with the more well-rounded Poirier. Uh, Chandler just seems content on having fun of the night fights which is you know fun for us to watch i don't know if it's the most uh the best way to best strategy to go enter every fight with but um seems to be in the killer be killed mode i just think play is more rounded and a the, the more technical and smarter fighter at this point so give me the diamond at minus 188
0: so Poirier is an infinitely better boxer than yeah. than Michael Chandler, despite whatever narrative. Yes. Yeah. yeah what, d- despite whatever narrative you're you're following along or you you really truly believe Michael Chandler is a future UFC champ, the dude got outboxed by Tony Ferguson, and and I'm not talking about 2016 Tony Ferguson. I'm not talking about 20 even even 2014 Tony Ferguson. What
1: year are you talking about? He,
0: he got. Outboxed by 2022 Tony. Oh my Rosen. God,
1: 2022.
0: The guy who we're, everybody's talking about being completely, That's this year. completely flushed down the toilet has lost five fights in a row. Got outstruck by recently. Got outstruck by Nate Diaz. Um, <laughs> and, and like he outstruck Michael Chandler. He was the one who outboxed Michael Chandler. You have to imagine poye has got a massive boxing advantage here. So unless you truly believe that Michael Chandler is going to lay and pray his way to a decision here. I don't really see an avenue for Michael Chandler to win. I I don't think there's a good chance that that happens. I mean, he went one to six trying to take Justin Gaethje down. I I think Poirier will defend it even better than that. So, yeah, I'm all over Dustin Poirier on this one. And, hey, Charles Oliveira knocked out uh, Michael Chandler. I wouldn't be surprised if Dustin Poirier did the same thing.
1: Yeah, he, I, I don't see Chandler using his wrestling here. So uh, he's not quite as bad as um, Justin Gaethje with not using his wrestling. But yeah, I, I see him just trying to slang and bang, which, uh, as he said, Poi is far uh, more technically sound than he is striking. So probably not going to go his way. All right, now we go to our double championship uh, fights. We got two title fights at the top of the of, I guess not double championship, but two tight, ty- two title fights at the top of the card. Two of the most exciting champions in, uh, in the UFC Gumby pushed back against that. Cause that's what he does. He's Mr. Positivity, uh, women's strawweights, Carla Esparza, the champion, the, uh, despite being champion twice, she is always overlooked. Uh, she, up, uh, you, you'll know, you'll, uh, hear, uh, how she's being overlooked once again, in a moment, she's up against former champ Zhang Weili. We're going to tell you about, uh, Zhang Weili first, the challenger Magnum 22 and three. Eleven knockouts, seven submissions. She's been finished one time in 25 fights uh, via knockout. That's it. Six and two in the UFC. Used to be the champion, as I mentioned. She's gone one and two over her last three fights. However, she did win her last fight via knockout. Multiple regional championships on her mantle. Yes. Used to fight up at flyweight. Two and two as a pro kickboxer. Three inches of height on Sparza, Two years younger. She's two and a half or 2.6 to be exact times more active landing strikes than Sparza is. She has outstruck her UFC opponents by one and a half strikes per minute. 1.52 to be exact. Minus 345 is the number on the challenger heading into this fight. Esparza, cookie monster. 19-6, four knockouts, four submissions. She's been knocked out twice, submitted once. 10-4 in the UFC. She's been the champion two times. She's won six straight fights. She's not lost since September 2018. She's 3-0 in the Ultimate Fighter. Um, Yeah, she won that season. That's what got her her first championship. Uh, 3-0 in Invicta, champion there as well. 002 in Bellator, used to fight up at flyweight. 2010 was her pro MMA debut. She's a BJJ champion, wrestling all-American in college. She's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.39 strikes per minute. Her grappling stats are better than Zhang's. Plus 270 for the champion. Do you remember a line this this skewed against the champion heading into a fight? It hasn't happened recently, that's for sure. Uh
0: not not in a while, but uh, it's warranted, right? Like yeah, I don't yeah. I don't mean to I, me. I think
1: we're both we're both picking Zhang, right?
0: Yeah. Like I, I'm definitely taking Weili Zhang. Um, you know, like I, I, I you know, I, 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 mean, I guess I'll be with you there saying that like, maybe Carlos Farza has been overlooked a little bit, but like, man, the the minute that fight with Rose Namajunas ended, I said, I can't wait for Weili Zhang to be champ again. Cause it's about to happen. Um, and, and I obviously stand by that statement. I, I think First of all, Carla Esparza won that fight through passivity, uh, which is a a lame way to win a fight, but also a way that is not possible against Weili Zhang, somebody who brings the fight to you and and gets in your face. And I mean, she took Jessica Andrade out in just seconds. um, And and we've seen her, you know, flatline Giovanni on Jacek. And like she's an incredible striker. I don't think Carla Sparza's grappling advantage is going to take her very far in this because Whaley has got the takedown defense and is so powerful. like she's so strong um so and I think Carla Farza is a massive striking disadvantage in this fight. So yeah, give me give me Whaley Zhang all day long here. Yep,
1: yeah, uh, I think she's going to be too physically overpowering on the feet. Um but I'm not a fan of the line. I You, you can see Esparza, like She's always overlooked. You can see her grinding out a win. It, it can I happen. cannot. I
0: cannot.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> then, then you jump on this minus 345 line. Anyhow, I, I'm taking Li Zhang here as well. Brings us to the main event. Are we both going to predict a new champion here as well? Let's see. Middleweights, Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pere- Did Actually, first of all, did you hear the news, Dan, about this fight?
0: It, it's uh, Pereira beat him a couple of times in a kickboxing match. Yes, he was.
1: knocked him out once, too. Did you know that?
0: I did know it. It's tw- oh, two wow. wins and one knockout. Yeah.
1: Uh, unbelievable, eh? Unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. I'm going to tell you about Pahea first. Poetan. Do you remember what that means? We've talked about this before.
0: Uh, I actually don't.
1: Stone hand. Okay. Just one hand
0: is stone. Just singular.
1: Yes. So, uh, hopefully, uh, for Adesanya, he does not get hit with the stone hand. He gets hit with the other one. Um... Stonehenge is 6-1 and one with five knockouts in MMA. He's been submitted one time. 3-0 and oh in the UFC. Won his last via a knockout. He's won six straight fights. He's not lost in an MMA fight since October of 2015. And that's the only fight he has lost in MMA. He's 33-7 and a and champion in kickboxing. And he beat Adesanya twice. one those pro <laughs> boxer. Uh, 1.6 times more active landing strikes in the UFC than Adesanya. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by almost three strikes per minute. Uh 2.93. His strike differential in his favor, plus 175. The last style vendor champion, Osanya, 23-1, 15 knockouts, never been finished in MMA. 12-1 in the UFC. He's successfully defended his middleweight title five times. I hear it. they're uh, the announcers are just calling him the greatest middleweight uh, ever. Like just they're just throwing that out there, like it's fact. I, I
0: mean, heard. it's it's getting pretty close, He's isn't it?
1: Anderson Silva, is he? Uh,
0: it's getting pretty close. Okay. I mean, yeah. like. Uh, there were times where you were like, who is even left for Anderson Silva to fight? Yeah. Right? We we've now at like if he beats Paeta, we've reached that point. Right? Like yeah. we we've reached the point of being like I mean, I guess if Alex or Munoz wins Andre Munoz wins a, a couple of fights, we could like throw him in there or like how how far are we away from drakes Duplessis running up the like we're that those are the types of questions we're asking, which is insane, uh, because he's he's taking care of that much business. So yeah, like I think he's getting to that point.
1: Okay, there you go. Back to the resume. Um, he's won three straight fights all via decision. That's a key thing to think of here if you're gonna bet this one. He used to fight up at light heavyweight, or he went up for one fight and lost. Uh, multiple regional championships on his mantle correct uh 2012 was his pro mma debut he also was a pro kickboxer if you haven't heard and a champion in that realm 5-0 and as a pro boxer got an inch of reach on paya two years younger than him he's outstruck his ufc opponents by 1.26 strikes per minute he's got grappling stats in his favor over perea or paheya as i like to say minus 215 i guess it's up my turn again i will be going the champion adesanya in this one i'm upset that the number is numbers really jumped not in the not in the right way for us uh it was a much closer fight on the board uh when i was first looking at this fight but i'm taking it out of Sonya. regardless um i think pay has really been rushed into this fight just because of the uh narrative that ufc um can build for him he's fought he's only been in the ufc for a year uh, he's had three fights but um Adesanya is just going to do what he has been doing recently I think and playing it safe maybe even grapple who knows uh, that is a theory out there that he could be grappling in this fight but he's going to play it safe and I think he's going to avoid the big shots and win a lackluster decision as has been the case with him recently
0: I'm not even sure he's going to be able to play it safe to be completely honest like I, I think there's an opportunity that like this this turns into a little bit more of a slugfest Yep. But even with that being said, I, I think I'm still taking Izzy. Um, I, I think he's got a, a lot of avenues to win here. Like I, I think first of all, you know, I've heard people say uh, in the discord, by the way, get in the discord at yep. sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Uh, there were a few people this morning talking about how they liked Izzy sublines. I'm not necessarily sure I like Izzy sublines lines. Uh, Cause while he might like surprise somebody with a takedown, he's actually surprised a couple of people with takedowns. Uh, uh, Brad Tavares is one of the guys, if you want to go back to his fight, he like surprised and shot a takedown in there. I, I think that's a possibility, but I think here at the end of the day, the the thing, the thing that is going to, uh, dictate this fight. And the, the thing that I think he has an advantage of in this fight is against the cage. I, I think he has better control against the cage. I think he can wear a little bit more on prayer that way. I, I think he can drag it into being a longer fight. where it's like Pereira, you know, he, they look, both look good from distance. They both have good distance management. They both have good kicks. They both have good strikes. They have everything on the feet in like choosing a winner just that way is razor close margins. So if I'm going to pick a winner using those razor close margins, like I, I think that, you know, perhaps Pajeda is the type of guy who is going to have a little bit of trouble with that physicality down the stretch. So yeah, give me Izzy in this one
1: yeah it's just the experience is there uh in mma um the cage craft should be in his favor so we're both going oddest on you uh we'll get you our recommended place and all and our our two fight parlay after i tell you about our merch store of course where you can get amazing mma gambling podcast merch and gumby specific merch that's our favorite stuff but there's good stuff for every every podcast in there the sgpn merch store get your holiday shopping done early at the sgpn merch store sgpn gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the degen in your life plus for now until thanksgiving you can get 10 percent off when you use the promo code dallas sucks that's store.sportsgamingpodcast.com promo code dallas sucks d-a-l-l-a-s-s-u-c-k-s The same password Gumby uses for most uh, apps and websites he uses.
0: True. I hate the stars.
1: It's true. It's true. You may have to bleep that out or people are going to try to hack into your stuff. So, all right. um, Recommended plays. 100 bucks. We can spread it out anywhere we like. Gumby gets a little wild with his usually. and A lot of
0: wild this week.
1: Okay. Go ahead. Start it off. You're going to make some of our listeners angry. Go ahead.
0: I'm not going to make some of our listeners angry.
1: Recommended plays, man. I I guess only the the gens want. Big hits. They don't care if it hits or not. They just want the thrill. Of
0: well, here's the event. thing. Uh, you know, I, get, I I laugh that I'm going big this week and I am going big this week because it's a big event. But in addition to that, like also a lot of the plays I like this week when I was looking at them, they just seem obvious to get some plus money on them. So I, I'm but, actually spreading my money out wide this week. This is my game plan. You can tell me. Yeah.
1: Last week we got burned. He guys burned us.
0: Yeah, what one big favorite burned me last week. So instead, I'm spreading my money wide this week. Uh, okay. I got six different plays that I'm playing all about the same amount of money. And uh, all of them are giving you phenomenal odds. So there, there's a little teaser here. And the first one I'm going to give you is actually e- even money odds. Uh, I'm going to give you Dustin Poirier and Wei Li Zhang as a parlay. Give me 25 bucks on the even money parlay of those right. two favorites.
1: Plus 120 bucks. OK. 25. Uh, 25. 25. All right, 25. All right. Um, and I will give you the safe place. Uh, 40 bucks, Chris Gutierrez over Frankie Edgar. If you want to get fancy, um, make it a knockout prop, but I'm just taking the money line in on this one. Minus 220.:
0: All right. Uh, I'm going take uh, I'm going to take Claudio Puelles just yeah. on the money line. Uh, I'll take 15 bucks on his money line.
1: All righty. I was looking at him as well, but I don't think I'm going to go with that one. Um, 40 bucks, Aaron Blanchfield, minus 415. Big line, but hey, I just want to get easy money here. So that should be an easy, easy hit.
0: Um, I'm also going to take, uh, so uh, last money line play here, because the last three I'm giving you are all props. Uh, I'm going to take 15 bucks on Ryan Span. Uh, I right. think his, I think his money line is is all wacky here. I, I'm I don't trust Dominic that I can't believe it's the Devastator and not the Dominic. I, I checked
1: on topology and it, it, it agrees with it. So is this, this like a Mandela effect thing? Or I think this it, might be the Mandela
0: effect. <laughs> it's the Devastator effect. Oh, um, I wonder
1: what else has disappeared now. Oh, boy, we better yeah. look around.
0: I don't I don't like this at all. Um, yeah, but but I do like 15 bucks on Ryan Span's money line
1: all right and that was at plus 175 i
0: think right yeah what
1: did we have well is by the way i'm, I'm doing my. is that plus 125 all right cool that's what
0: i'm
1: had. right when well, you got 20 bucks left my goodness where am i gonna go with that um i want to take that hmm all right i'll take azatar minus 120 over matt frivola all
0: right and what was the number on that
1: one minus one twenty. Sadly, is not a dog anymore. All
0: right, so uh, I'm
1: out. It's all you.
0: You're out. And I told you I have three more prop plays. I'm gonna put fifteen bucks each on the following three. Um, so I, I also like the uh, Atman Aziatar play. Uh, I think yep. he's gonna win here. I'm just gonna juice it up by making it a KO prop. Okay. Um, his KO prop one plus one sixty five. Um, so being able to switch him from a dog to, or a favorite to back to a dog. Um, if you had gotten that earlier in the week, I was seeing it as high as like 275. So it's come down. Jump on that one early if you like it now. But right now I'm seeing it at plus 165.
1: How much on uh, that?
0: Uh, 15 bucks. 15, 15 on all of these all right. next three. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then the other two, um, I'm going to take Sungwoo Choi by knockout as well. Uh, you actually mentioned this prop on the last one.
1: Oh, no, that doesn't sound like me at all.
0: Yeah, I didn't. And actually, the moment you said it, I was like, wait a second. Why have I not like looked up that prop yet? Because you know, like he probably is gonna knock out my Trezano. So yeah, why don't I look it up? Plus three hundred on the Sung Wu Choi knockout prop. So uh, maybe this this fifteen bucks goes out to uh Jeff Fox for uh for giving us the Sung Wu Choi KO. How much prop. was
1: it again? Sorry, fifteen. And what was 15 the number?
0: Plus three hundred. Wow. Yes.
1: Okay, and you got uh. And then I'm uh, gonna close
0: no, with one more. Uh, I, uh, no, I got 50 more. I'm going to take Carlos Allberg by knockout as well. Uh, Carlos Alberg by knockout, plus 300. Uh, I think wow. here he he easily knocks out Nagumarano. I think he either tires or leaves his chin out too far. And we talked about this last episode, too. We, we were both yep. in agreement that Allberg seemed like the likely winner, and a, a decision doesn't seem very likely in this fight. So, yeah, give me that plus 300 as well and, and 15 bucks on it.
1: Yeah, that's a very nice number there. All right. So, Gumby's got Poye Zhang parlay Puellish money line span money line azatar via knockout Choi knockout alberg that was knockout as well i gotta write that down Knockout. so that is his money me safe chalks i got Gutierrez money line blanchfield money line azatar money line all right if you want crazy stuff here, here's the craziest one two fight parlay it's gonna hit. It's gonna get you at least ten times your money. What do we got?
0: So I went all KOs in the uh, the props that I was recommending, but for the ugly uh, hungry man Jong this week, I- I'm gonna take a pair of subs. Uh, I like both Aaron Blanchfield and Claudio Puelish by submission. Um, okay. I-, I I just you know if I'm playing if I'm playing just money lines, I, I like Puelish as is, but him by submission is plus two fifty this week, uh, which I. I think it's a nice number for him to go in there and sub Dan Hooker, a guy coming off a sub loss. Um, And then Aaron Blanchfield uh, by submission is plus 240, which doesn't seem right. That's a silly number. Yeah, like I I guess the books are pretty convinced that Molly McCann is going to be able to survive this fight because she's a massive favorite. I thought the most likely outcome was a submission, but I guess, you know, like maybe you think Molly McCann is just gonna tough it out and because she's only been submitted once, she's only been finished once. Uh, so maybe people think she's just gonna ride it out, but man, I, I think the more likely outcome is the sub here. That's plus 240. Put them together, you get plus 1090.
1: 1090 polished and blanch via sub. There you go, we got it all in your ears in a nice what half hour or so. Um, okay. We told you, Discord, get in there. It'll be lots of fun, especially with the fights going on this weekend. Heck, we've given you picks for tonight, Thursday. Uh, CFFC is happening tonight. We gave you picks two episodes. go go for that. We being Gumby, uh, we give you picks for Cage Warriors early on Saturday. And then we've given you picks for UFC. So we got you set, and you can come in the Discord and chat with us while all those fights are happening. Um, or on Twitter, if you prefer, we're SGPNMMA is the account Gumby runs for us. I'm at Jeff Rider. He's at Gumby Vreeland. What else? You can get in my Pick'em contest and read my MMA content at moneymma.substack.com. You can read all our sports content and other people's writing as well, Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. If you're interested in the MMA stuff there, I've written a predictions column. And probably by the time you hear this, my DraftKings column will be up. If not, it will be up very, very shortly. And Gumby wrote a props column, which I'm just uh about two posts so that will be up as well by the time you hear this um boom, boom. we told you about top turtle these other podcasts listen to that for sure obviously and i think anything else we need to plug or is that good
0: i think you got it all
1: rate and review i'll tell you to rate and review as well we, we want to get more to jen's into our in, into more to jen's ear holes so spread the word tell everyone how great we are best way of doing that is uh listen to us on our dedicated feed SGP and MMA and giving us a good review. If you haven't already and spreading the word, obviously um, I'll let you take us home. We'll be back on Sunday. We'll recap all the action from the UFC in the weekend and look ahead to the week coming up. So take us home, Mr.
0: Uh, uh, I'm David. Freeland. He's the Prince of Peru, Jeff Fox, yep. and we will see you on Sunday.